Hi, Community Health Center Advocates. This is Susan Burton. Welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. It's May 6, 2020, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me is the NAC advocacy team, Kristen St. John, Shamal Shepard, and Marie McCauley. Let's get to it. Kristen, tell us what's happening on the Hill. Lawmakers are continuing to circulate additional Dear Colleague messages to raise the profile of particular issues with congressional administration leaders in preparation for the next stimulus package. The list of these letters on the HC Advocacy COVID-19 page is regularly updated and includes information on the sign-on deadlines and a signature count for each letter. Currently, there is a bicameral letter in circulation from Senators Warren and Sanders and Representative Presley in support of long-term funding for health centers with a sign-on deadline of Wednesday, May 6th at 5 p.m. Thanks, Kristen. Shamal, tell us what's happening in the states. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced an interim final rule with COVID-related changes. Included in this important rule is allowance for federally qualified health centers and rural health centers to provide audio-only services to their Medicare patients for the duration of the public health emergency, retroactive to March 1st, 2020. These services will be paid at the same rate as the distant site services at $92.03. In addition, CMS provided additional information on the distant site provision for health centers including more detail on billing and coding for these services. Kudos to the NAC team for this win. See the recent updated Medicaid Learning Network Matters for more information. CMS also approved the first Section 1115 waiver during this public health emergency for Washington State. While CMS denied the state's request to establish temporary eligibility for individuals with income at or below 200% of the federal poverty line, they did approve requests to pay higher rates to certain home and community-based service providers and make retainer payments for select providers. In the state approval letter, CMS noted that some provisions requested by the state were still under consideration. You can read more about Washington's 1115 request and approval at bit.ly backslash WA 1115 waiver. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash uppercase W-A-1-1-1-5 W-A-I-V-E-R. Thanks, Jamal. Remember that you can get all of this information, links, and more in your email box every week. Simply subscribe at www.hcadvocacy.org. Marie, tell us what's going on in the health centers this week. Health center leaders continue to speak out about the needs facing their community health centers. Maria Gomez, CEO of Mary Center in Washington, D.C., wrote an op-ed for The Hill where she made the case for community collaboration and partnerships to make sure the most vulnerable aren't forgotten in this pandemic. She writes, quote, by working together, we can create a stabilization supply chain to feed, clothe, and shelter the forgotten ones. Those who are ultimately indispensable to you, me, and all of us as a nation. You can find the link to this op-ed on HC Advocacy's Facebook page. Northeast Valley Health Corporation shared hashtag stories from the front line on Facebook and Twitter during Giving Tuesday Now from providers and staff who are working through the COVID-19 pandemic. Check them out on their Twitter and Facebook feed at NEVHC. Thanks, Marie. Thank you to the community health center leaders and staff who are using their voices to share the health center story during this pandemic. Shamal, what's new in data this week? NAC continues to update the health center response to the COVID-19 infographic every week. The updated infographic presents the most recent data from HRSA on health centers ongoing responses to COVID-19, including their experiences with testing. 
site closures, operations, PPE supply, and much more. Visit NAC.org backslash research and data to see the latest infographic. That's NAC.org backslash research hyphen and hyphen data. A reminder for Health Center CFOs to complete Capital Link's assessment of their experience with Paycheck Protection Program loans. The purpose of the assessment is to determine Health Center's success or lack thereof in applying for this important funding source. Now that new funds are available, the race is on to apply and receive approval. But are Health Center succeeding or will they need more assistance? It's important that we gain an understanding of what more may be needed. CFOs can find the assessment at bit.ly backslash chc loan survey that's all lowercase bit dot ly backslash chc l-o-a-n-s-u-r-v-e-y please continue to refer to our hc advocacy coronavirus advocacy tools in this challenging time you can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org for further support please email us at grassroots at nac.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. Also a big thank you for your strong advocacy efforts. Those efforts are responsible for community health centers being heard on this most recent 3.5 stimulus package. We ask for your continued advocacy for health center resources as Congress begins talks on a fourth full stimulus package. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.